don't do the fingering. My name is Matthew Kroll. And look on my works, ye mighty and despair. My name is Shahir Dowd. And this is the only podcast about movies, specifically the film Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. I went lowbrow, you went highbrow with the quotes. I appreciate <laughs> that. That was very nice. Uh, was it highbrow? I, I think Breaking Bad actually had an episode called Ozymandias with it. That's, and also that's higher a brow fan. than saying, I'll do the fingering. That's There's true. a low bar and you surpassed it. But let's not talk about that I know, anymore. because it's really awkward right now because we're talking about fingering with two people in the room. We next just to us. met them. <laughs> we just met. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Thanks, Ridley Scott. Really how this works out every time. But I have two special guests that I've been really excited to have on the show for a while. Francesca and Patrick from Last Name Basis. Hey, hey! Welcome to the show. This is a podcast I've been listening to for a while now. Oh, cool! Thank you. And and then the you know because the other thing is you guys don't tend to do movie reviews, obviously because we're the only movie podcast review show. The only one. The only one. We did we did the research in our own lab. But so when you guys did an episode uh, about the movie Get Out, obviously we found out about it and we were like, who are these people? And we (laughs) there's one get off my lawn. How dare you? How dare someone else? talk about a movie you get out but uh let me explain a married couple both ones uh francesca you work in entertainment you work at uh comedy central mtv mm-hmm. we kind of have some mutual friends oh, i think cool. uh, mainly in jordan carlos oh, who yeah. joins yeah. to be on the nightly show with yeah um, I, I knew him from the guy code days guy code days he you talked were, about what what star wars episode did he talk about i th- think it was, oh, it was empire. empire empire strikes back it yep. was like he only wanted to come on yeah to that was the only of the six he'd yeah. do and we've got to get him back <laughs> at some point um and you also have a fantastic show on mtv called decoded yes which uh i'm also i'm a big fan of uh you guys Thank just you. did an episode about green cards which uh related to my life very very closely so i was very happy <laughs> well, about now that i know a little bit more about the struggles so yeah so I, I can feel, i feel for you i've made a film about the struggles i can tell you all about it <laughs> um and then patrick you're see this is the one thing i've listened to a few episodes now and it's always like patrick is a lawyer, right? I, I don't know what kind <laughs> of lawyer. We keep that. We keep <laughs> that hush hush entirely separated. Right. The, the 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 kind that works very closely with the mob. Oh really? No, not no, a mob lawyer. Oh, I do medical malpractice. It's all about board. I oh. really need a conciliary right now. I, I was getting excited. It's I was like, just not good podcast material. I got to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I think you know the healthcare debate is out right now. Sure. Medical malpractice could be a could be a hot topic. Patrick can tell you lots of really gross things about times where people were like, I went in with an earache and they cut off my leg. (laughs) That is true. I'm always like, baby, I don't want to hear this story. This is terrible. I'm eating. I really want to hear that story. (laughs) I got to be honest with you. After this, I will tell you all all the good stories. (laughs) I I feel like we're going to get some earwig stories in this podcast episode. What's an earwig story? Well, you're, well I'm, not, I'm, I'm putting the cart before the horse about something. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're yeah. talking about about the dust stuff that gets in there. Oh, okay. Yep. All, all right. right. All right. I get it. I'm now. I'm on board. Everybody. Okay. Okay. A little slow in the update. Uh, hey, listen. You. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we kind of gave you a choice. We like obviously we love to have guests on. We were very excited to have you on, and we said, you know, you could pick a movie, any mm-hmm. movie you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You could pick a, a classic if you wanted to, something that you were really super excited to talk about. You guys picked Alien Covenant, which perfectly aligns with like new releases that were coming out so we're happy about that but i'm curious to to know how that decision making process went down i'm i'm married this is my work husband over here <laughs> yep we 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 what what is movie night like at francesca and patrick's house well like, this this was a good compromise for us because i do like aliens the alien franchise but right. also patrick loves this sort of stuff you're yeah. a horror oh fan? no i'm i'm sci-fi and horror and specifically horror i mean i will watch all the Crap he watches the worst. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, that included. Yeah, 
anything with aliens or predators in it, I'm going to watch it. Kill didn't clowns you, from outer space. Didn't you cry I've during it, yes. Alien versus Predator? I told No. You. Wait a minute. No. What? No. <laughs> I swear no. to no. God. No, no, no. That was that was the last Rambo. <laughs> Then I cry. He, he comes home and you're just like the credit sequence goes with him walking over the yeah, walking back to his house. It's just Ew. it just you know it it pulls at your heartstrings. But what what, what kind of movies do like so say it's like uh, movie night it's you know you got you got to go on Netflix like how does how do, what do you guys like you're obviously into sci-fi uh, Francesca I'm not yeah, so sure I would say I love like a good thriller I like suspense I mean I like comedies too mm-hmm. but I feel like Pat and I can never agree on like what we think looks good yeah right. it's not easy like it's not easy it's not easy I'm always pushing for horror because she also <laughs> squeals like I mean oh she god, just jumps like and biggest, squeals oh my god and cries and it's just so entertaining I have like serious sympathy pain so like if somebody's getting stabbed I'm like, ah, I'm, like I'm being stabbed <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm like ah, I can't do this yeah that's okay cool so I get so we're we're the horror is kind of the perfect blend of what you guys are into mm-hmm. absolutely and you're you're into the aliens movies yeah I am I mean I watched them as a like as a kid I yeah. watched them um and so I haven't watched the one that preceded this one Prometheus, Prometheus? Yeah. yeah but yeah, I felt much. yeah no. I felt like it was one of those things where like if I hadn't seen it I'd be fine yeah. it's yeah. just like you guys are on a ship some aliens are gonna be there and it's gonna be scary so yeah. and and it's funny because even when Prometheus was Sort of in its uh, in its heyday in the theater, they didn't. Uh, they were they were trying not to, but like still riding the coattail. Like Ridley Scott was like just returning like, back to the franchise but, he started. But he's also but he was like it's not a prequel to Alien. And, but it's completely a but prequel. it's a complete it prequel to Alien. <laughs> Wait, yeah. was it, was that before it became a, a series of prequels to Aliens? Is I that don't what it know. Was? I, I, what the thing it, was? I think it was always intended to be a series of, of prequels to Aliens. But yeah, but he kept being very adamant about it not being one, and then until really? until you see it, and then even at the end, there's a there's a, a bit of a like a proto xenomorph type thing, and you're like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, well, yeah, there, there's no question now, even though the whole movie was pointing towards that. Um, so yeah. yes, we're going to get into Alien Covenant. Um, if you have listener requests that you'd like to give to us, um, you can reach us at OnlyMoviePodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on only uh, on Twitter at OnlyMoviePod or uh, leave us some iTunes reviews. Those are always nice. They we have like, been going well. Yeah, we, we have been enjoying stars. We'd like more of them. That's where you come in. And you, you are such also, good podcasters. We never tell people. Uh, we, never, we forget every we single week. We always forget. I will say this. What I love about your podcast is your sections that you have <laughs> and your bumpers <laughs> and how, Francesca, it's just a lot... It's like use like either singing or like sing songing to a beat or yeah. like just to some like little tune. Yeah, that's a I also, collaboration I also, for us. I love how like your podcast starts as though like you guys are just mid conversation yes. all the time. Like yes, 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 yes. <laughs> There's not lo- because we are mid conversation. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. always we just, are. I feel uh, like your conversations play. last like four hours and you just recorded one hour. And there was one. I, I think it was in a recent one you did where it was like you must have recorded it at an earlier date and then yes. you did like a doo 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 and then it was like and you did this thing and it was like a running gag throughout and then the last one was like a minute and a half long of you just. It was so good. Oh, oh, I give Patrick the credit. I don't like to compliment my husband very much. Just like goes to his head. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I've got a lawyerly husband who actually edits and is super creative, and he comes up with all of these little running bits and gags. That's and- right. I make the inserts okay. right. okay, in this but, relationship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do all the inserting. Oh wow. <laughs> well, I guess I don't feel so bad about the fingering line. No, right, the fingering there you line. go. No. Right back. We've okay. pretty much we've crossed the threshold. Yes, now. we're good. 
Uh, one thing, real quick, I want to congratulate you on the pilot. Oh, thank you. But more so, I want to congratulate both of you because it's a bigger deal on your meatball victory. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. That was meatball huge. That was a game changer for both of us. I, well, you both sounded so happy. <laughs> like, who cares about getting a fucking TV show? Nope. It's yeah, all about meat. winning a meatball party with nut-themed meatballs. Yeah. Nut-themed. Uh, yeah, we made, well, we, uh, okay, I so I'm, I'm playing catch-up here. I don't you know. Catch right, that one, Patrick, no. you can you can. I won't take. I okay. Won't okay. So, so <laughs> briefly, <laughs> we made we made tea infused meatballs. Okay. Tied them together with a string so that you had to hold them up like man and balls. Did you dunk it in cheese? And we called them tea bags. You had to swing them into your mouth. Our, our friend has an annual party where everybody has to make meatballs and then everyone votes on who has the best balls. And it's really just an excuse to say balls. Balls, of over course. And yeah, over of course. And tea bagging is part of the part of the right. equation. And now. then you get to say things like, Have you tasted my husband's balls? And then like make sure you put my husband's balls in your mouth. Like right. you know, these are so But in a salty. very uh, you know, uh, <laughs> appropriate party setting. Absolutely. Right? Like was, adults. It was comparable, like adult. comparable to the four D movie experience that we were yeah. talking about before we Oh no, don't listeners, don't go. Just don't go to the 4D. I'm glad you guys broke the threshold of like what's appropriately rude on this episode because I, I think we will get there. Well, with, fun fact, you're normally the rude. I'm one. normally the rudest. I'm I'm being a little restrained. Today. He's the higher brow fellow on the podcast, yet he Oh, we are not. Yeah. <laughs> well then thank you for coming to my corner. <laughs> Although you have cor- that's your oh, corner. Yeah. You have corners. You gotta make a little corner. I know. For that. It'll be a uh, here, uh uh, vulg- vulgarity corner? Mm. The vulgarity corner. Yeah. I like it. All right. I, I, I besmirch you to the vulgarity corner. No, I, I, well, I mean, I already lived there. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have a summer house there where I live. I was year born around. and raised in that there vulgarity <laughs> yeah, yeah. corner. <laughs> All right. Matt, what? tell us. Oh. What? Okay. Uh, well, uh, okay. I have it. I have it right here. This that's is kind of the, the sequel to Prometheus. Yep. Uh, but unofficially, the. I would say the eighth or ninth movie in the Alien franchise, if you include the Alien versus Damn, Predator. Damn, that many? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yep. it's, it's been going a while. Wow. Um, I feel so behind. But you guys have seen Alien yeah, and yeah, Aliens. I didn't know there was that many. Well, oh, there's, there's the four, four originals. Four originals. Um, and then it was Alien versus Predator? Yeah. And then Alien versus Predator 2? Do you count Predator as part of the Alien No, no. Because they didn't plan I, that I don't, shit. I don't think so. I, I wouldn't you count I Alien versus Predator. I also... I also wouldn't count Alien Resurrection. Really? I know, I know it's a messed up thing to say, but I was just like, this movie is just not what I was hoping so for. So I have not Done. seen Alien Resurrection, the fourth one, in a very long time. However, my boy Joss Whedon was sort of the creative force behind that, which mm-hmm. is weird. This is before, this is before, Whoops. I know, right? Yeah, no, no, I know. <laughs> I like um, that you still claim him as your, your boy. boy. Exactly. He's my boy. Well, yeah. yeah I was well, like, he's, he's <laughs> actually, there's a little bit of, well, I'll get into that movie news after the fact, but the, um... That movie, I remember liking as a when I was a kid, I guess, or younger. I don't know, uh, but I'm I, I terrified feel, to watch it again because I feel as it, though keep it in it's, the past. Yeah. It's not good, but it is beautiful to look at. Jean Pierre Genet is the director. Okay. He directed uh, Delicatessen Amelie. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. So you know, it's a very beautiful. So is there cool like stop motion scenes with like? <laughs> this is, you know what? You know what? Like really, faces it's like opening up. Amelie meets yeah. Alien. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. There's a couple of the same. I think Ron Perlman's in it. Ron as well. Perlman is in it. And uh, there's a really cool underwater alien sequence yes. where they're like they're trying to get away from the alien, and the alien can swim. Just for some yeah. swimming. You, yeah. You know what it felt like? It felt like uh, Gremlins two. 
The new you batch. know, where it was like, now we've got all these new gremlins, yeah. and they're all coming at you. Lady gremlins! Right. One of them had the big lips. One of them had the big lips and was just trying to That's get right, laid. That's right, lipsticks. Yeah, I remember that. I liked that one. The city's so nice, they named it twice. I remember the, the brainy the brainy gremlin. Right. Uh, and he sang New York, New York. Yeah, oh, yeah. now I want to watch Gremlins too, guys. Yeah, I think Gremlins are awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we should do that. But uh, <laughs> she was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're, not doing that. We're not doing that. New We're topic, not- yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who watched Prometheus in this room? We, I did. Mm, you saw I, Prometheus? I, oh, definitely. I don't think I watched it, but the more that we talked about it, I could kind of see vague flashes did you, of it. Did you see Charlize Theron running in a straight line uh, being chased by a rolling thing of death that she could have avoided if she just went left or right. Oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> okay. that, was, that was I would have remembered that. A great summation of that scene. It's a great summation of that entire movie. I just yeah. rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, and oof, it does not hold up. It's mo- scientists it's beautiful. doing dumb stuff. It's beautiful to look yeah. at. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous mm-hmm. to look at. But it is, uh, it is dumber than I, the dumber than I remember, you know, like, and I thought it was pretty dumb at the time. Well. <laughs> so now we've got the, the, the next chapter in the alien franchise. And this is Ridley Scott. Again, of course, Ridley Scott was the director of the original alien film. Alien was a, a sort of a cheapy horror movie that seemed to be elevated by Ridley Scott's, uh, art direction style. And he, Geiger. And, and, and yeah. the work of H.R. Geiger. Is it Geiger or Giger? I think it's probably Giger because everything yeah. I say, I say wrong the first time so let's yeah. go with your pronunciation uh, i don't know yeah. um so alien was this kind of beautiful ostensibly a horror sort of like you know like who gets killed kind of movie you yeah. know like but in space um uh and and of course that film was entirely usurped and elevated as a franchise by james cameron in the in the sequel aliens which is kind of a masterwork so unt- we we've then seen alien 3 directed by david fincher mm-hmm. alien resurrection uh, directed by jean-pierre Jeunet, and then uh there's been a host of alien versus predator kind of a spin-off a couple of real garbage video games and then one good one yeah and now yeah Ridley Scott returns back to to reclaim the throne. To, to the well. He the goes re- back to the well. Reclaim the throne that he started. Um, were you excited about this movie at all? No. No? Just because of uh, just because of Prometheus? Because well, because of Prometheus, but more so because of the trailer. Now Shahir doesn't watch trailers. Oh, I didn't watch the trailer uh, either. Yeah. Good, good for you. The trailer just made it seem very paint by numbers and very nonsense. And, and it, for all the articles I was reading about how they're like, Oh, they're going to use a lot of practical effects and like try to make the alien feel more present and like real in the space and blah, blah, blah. And then there's, I know. I like, I I'm gonna be the person that's like, I like the aliens. I, like I, thought they were, I thought they were, but I, to be fair, I also had like my eyes covered. For, like, oh, that's fair. No, that might be the best way. And that's not it. to say I didn't like the design work of how they looked, sort of as as CGI characters and whatnot in the film. But there was a scene in the trailer that just made me be like, they're making it into a, like Aliens is a great action movie, but it's not a great act. Like it it builds a lot of suspense and then does sort of action moments around it. This yeah. just felt like all sort of actiony nonsense in the beginning. There's a scene uh, we've all seen it now, but it's in the trailer where the aliens clinging to a ship and it's bashing its face into the right. into oh, the yeah. glass yeah. and then it's like drooling and it screams and I'm like I think it's because there's so much action going on and the frame of the xenomorph uh, is sort of like you can just entirely tell what it looks like I'm like you're not scary 
Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and that just poisoned it a little bit for me. So I was like, okay. So I went into this. So you wanted that, you wanted that horror element. I more. wanted it you to wanted be... the, You wanted the monster in the shadows. Yep. Where is it? It's coming out of the, the uh, Psycho- ventilation Psychological. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like the inside of my brain is scarier than what I can put on the movie. It is. It is. Trust me. Yeah. But so, I don't know. I, I just wasn't, I wasn't psyched for it, but I wasn't like dreading it by any means of the imagination. I, Would you yeah. guys have seen it if, it, if we had Nasty 2? Um, yes. I think we would have. Yeah, Absolutely. I think we would have. I don't think we would have gone out, rushed right out on yeah. opening weekend and seen it. Yeah. Uh, but I absolutely would have seen it. it so you were excited was, for it. Even if it was just me and it showed up in iTunes, I would click on it. I'd, I'd rent it immediately. Yeah. Right. And that's one. it's one that I would actually watch that is in that horror style because generally speaking, Patrick loves terrible horror movies. And I felt <laughs> like this is a higher bar. Like even if it's not a good movie, it's better than most of the shit that he watches. Hey, yeah. To be fair, they only make shitty horror movies. I know. It's you not. watch all of them. There are a couple. There's like one a year that's good. What's yeah. your, I, I'm kind of, cause we've mentioned your, your penchant for, for, for garbage horror films, which I love. What yeah. what's like a go to? What's one that you can go back to going back or like uh even a couple that you've seen oh, maybe wow. over the last few years? Like are we talking like evil dead type or are we talking like, like I, I, no 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 I see I don't I don't like the slashers. Or I like troll. the supernatural stuff. Okay, okay. You know, and I I like anything that's really But these are like straight to iTunes. Like right. these are the ones that never get <laughs> you have to really dig buried. to get yeah. the gold. Like friend. they're like really low budget. They're, all right. All you know, right. Like young teens go to a cabin in the woods type of thing. Like yeah. you just and know unfortunately that's like 90%. It's of like all movie, of so. them, right? Exactly. Right. And then there's like they you know they're naked. They're like, "Oh no, like an That's not Actually, that's yes, not as is. recurrent a theme as you said. Yes, <laughs> yes, always. We also hostile. We know what's up. There, <laughs> like, there, there is a there is a go to at least for eighties oh, and nineties bad horror movies, especially that was the hundred percent. Like, I'm so scared, but my like tits that's just true. gotta fall out while yeah. like a scary thing's chasing me. It's like, girl, put a bra on. Like <laughs> it'll be easy to run away if you're like, exactly. If, if you're not wearing heels, <laughs> if your hair's not done, <laughs> you should have expected. You should have planned for this. Yeah. Where are the pumas? <laughs> yeah, just get just. Get Get a good new balance and call it a day. Um, so like what I was like, uh, you said supernatural, uh, like we talking like Annabelle or what's the other, uh, yeah, see they're, they're all bad. That's the thing. They yeah. all end up being bad. We None did of Ouija. Them meet we, my did Ouija two, we did Ouija too, which was yeah. not bad. Wasn't terrible. The ouija or whatever the subtitle. Yeah. Of that <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> the yeah. I saw it. It was terrible. Yeah. Really? It but was I, really not I a had, great movie. I had fun with it. It was fun. <laughs> but some, every once in a while, something cause like the original ring was pretty decent. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was, the Japanese or the American remake. Um, Ringu. actually the American remake I thought yeah. was pretty good. That's I, that was my first introduction to the ring. I thought it was pretty well done. The suspense was good. I mean, it was miles above the horror movies that were coming out at the time. Yeah, right. That's that true. That's really, it's, you know, it's all relative in horror. <laughs> yeah. You don't get good, you get better. <laughs> but horror, that's you know, it. horror is like one of those genres that's like, it's a really good testing ground for a filmmaker because the, the, the goal in a horror film is so simple compared to almost any other genre. Like, can you scare me? Can right. you, can you scare someone? I don't need to know me? anything about the characters. Yeah. And honestly, when I watch a horror movie, if they do too much of that, I'm just like, ugh. like get to the part where like the scary thing happens. It's the Achilles know, heel of every one of them because know, they're working with these, these like, like Ter- budding actors yeah. they're terrible and you're like okay so now we have to watch you pretend to like each other this is not good <laughs> my favorite is when to the ghost. when a film comes out uh like maybe like three years after it's been made because like maybe they lost funding but oh, like it turns yeah. out that there was an actor in it that it's blew gonna, up after the now. fact yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh that's so fun and then you just get to watch them in in hot garbage um <laughs> 
Okay, so we kind of established a little bit about what you think of horror films. What are you guys, because uh, I, cause I, and this may just be the way I'm going to talk about this movie. Uh-oh. How do you guys feel about Ridley Scott as a filmmaker? I know Aliens. That's <laughs> it? That, I think so. I, I mean, really, I tell is, us some other stuff that okay, he's done. Uh, he did. So maybe I can't. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Uh, okay. The Martian. Okay. Uh, right. American Gangster, which was fine. I didn't watch that. Body uh, of Lies. Like King, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yes. Oh, right. Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thelma and Louise. Really? Yeah. Black oh Hawk God, Down. That's so that funny. Is, yeah. That's Oh, that's and awesome. the 1984 Apple Mac commercial. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that thing. It looks yes. like a dystopian nonsense, yeah, and the woman like runs really, up with like a sledgehammer. Yeah, that was a really It's big deal. interesting that you guys kind of, you know, like Ridley Scott is one of those guys that you don't actually think about. Now, Ridley Scott has been around for a while. He has made a lot of movies when made a lot of money, uh, and his films have won Oscars. So he's kind of, he's in that pantheon of the bearded white guy directors. Sorry, I know, Patrick, you have a beard. <laughs> I am a bearded white guy, but that just gives me hope. Yeah, you can make it too. I can get there someday. But you know, the bearded, the, the, the bearded white guy pantheon, which is like <laughs> Steven Spielberg, Peter Jackson, George Lucas, Ridley Scott. I'm trying to think who else is in the, the bearded white, you know, like it, it, to be a, to be a successful Hollywood filmmaker, you got to be a bearded white guy, and Ridley Scott is one of these guys. But he's not as kind uh, as kind of. He's not a household name. He's not a, sure. a household yeah. name like Steven Spielberg is, and I and I have this weird thing because he is, you know, like as far as in the filmmaking circles and communities go, he's very well revered. He's the he's one of these guys, you know, like he's always going to get money to sure. make his movies. He's you know he's not going to struggle to make anything. His movies are big. There's action as you know special effects spectaculars. But what I did was I went back and looked through all of his movies, and I kind of did like a, a sort of. Just a general general survey of what I think of his movies, and the problem is, is he his movies are defined by his two, uh, you know, the it was the second and third movie he he made were Alien and Blade Runner, yeah. which are movies uh, that everyone wow. knows, yeah. everyone thinks about. Blade they Runner are, forty no twenty forty nine yeah, is, is coming, coming out. out yeah, it's in the pantheon, and then of course there's Gladiator, um, and then some, you know, uh, and The Martian last year was a, a kind of a big deal as yeah. well. But I I kind of went through and I just like I started looking and I was like, you know what? For me, Ridley Scott is one of these filmmakers that is very well revered, but he's a filmmaker I think is more missed than hit if you actually go back through the body of work. Yeah, just huh. off of those titles alone. Like, I thought The Martian sucked. Really? Oh, wow. I the Martian, I the Martian was a bad premise to begin <laughs> with. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Man, I like this. Oh, my God, this podcast is turned. <laughs> I like this Whoa. a lot. Who would make a movie about one guy by himself the entire movie? Fuck Except Matt Damon. Wait a and minute. And, and, and I like Matt Damon, but I don't, I don't love Matt Damon that much. Wow. But, but, but Patrick, he's he's going to science the shit out of this. No. Yeah. He's going to do he's it. he's like by himself, like talking to himself and shit. Like, just come on. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I felt like it was pretty pretentious. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh! No, I, oh, I, right. I watched Whoa. it on a plane. I saw half of it on a, on a plane as well, actually. Okay. But I just was. Wait, were we I on just, the same flight? We were might we have, going we somewhere? You guys like cross watching? I don't know. When I'm around Patrick, I'm just like tunnel vision. I'm like, who the fuck? <laughs> when you're on a, on a plane, everybody's tunnel vision. You got the tiny screen six inches from your face. Do you do this thing on the plane where you're watching everybody else's movie? Yes. Like the second oh, yeah. you order yours, oh, yeah. you're watching everybody else's movie. When I go to the bathroom, I'm like, what are they watching? Exactly. That. You've got yeah. screen envy. You're yeah, just yeah. like looking around, making sure you're not missing something. Or, or if someone's watching the same thing as you, you get annoyed because they're like five minutes ahead of you, so you know exactly what's going to happen in your <laughs> yes, movie. Because you can't help but keep looking over at their screen. This uh. is this is what I'll say about The Martian for those of you who haven't seen it or have seen <laughs> half of it on a plane. <laughs> it's not Look, bad. it's not 
It's not going to blow your mind. There's no question. Mm, you're not selling me. Oh, no, no, no. This is not going to sell you. But because this is the <laughs> point. <laughs> no, because at first we we both went like, and like, oh my god, I can't believe you don't like The Martian. How many times have I seen The Martian? Once. Okay, yeah. and you can enjoy a movie and watch it once or whatever, but it definitely yeah. falls into that group of it for me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I felt like our reaction was a little too big for what we were actually talking about. I liked it. Am but, I ever going to revisit it? I don't think so. You know? Because it was boring. It's also right? such Am I right? Oscar bait. You know what I mean? It's Ooh. such... Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It's like, we're going to make this big dramatic movie, and like Matt Damon's going to be in space by himself, like acting with like little fucking potted plants and shit, and you're going to be like... potato out of shit. And you're going to be yeah. like, wow, like... Matt Damon's really like going through all. It's Goodwill Hunting in space. Yeah, and it's like I, I mean, whatever. I don't have some deep feeling about Matt Damon, but I feel like it's a setup to be like this is a movie that like it's going to be a critically acclaimed movie rather than like a movie that they felt really needed to be made. You had me at Oscar bait because Shahir and I argue about that term all the time, time and I love that you dropped it. (laughs) So Uh, fuck the Martian. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about The Martian. And this is why. So, again, I was going back through Ridley Scott's body of work. And I think uh, most of the time, as I said, I think he's more missed than hit. Um, I kind of, I did like some basic math. And for me, like of the films I've seen, 40% of them I think are good. Which is a pretty low number for, you know, like if you think about Steven Spielberg, I would probably put, it'd be more in the 80% mm-hmm. of films that I think are pretty good. These days, okay. I would put him okay. down to like 60. Really? I mean, what's But the, if you look at the overall whatever. body of work, like going back, you know, like yeah. to a start, and if you lump them all together, you would say more than not you're favorable on Steven Spielberg or Francis Ford Coppola. For a good or, 10 years, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... And the reason I, I want to bring up this quote, uh, this movie review on The Martian, which I thought was is a written is, review. I just want to be clear, because how else would you have gotten it? Yeah, it's just a written. Review. OK, so yeah. no, this wasn't a podcast. Group. It wasn't a podcast. No, because yeah, no don't other listen thing. to no. No, no. <laughs> if you're quoting your own podcast about The Martian. Yep. That yeah. would be, oh, my God. Know, that would be, be spectacular. <laughs> but the reason why I actually liked The Martian in comparison to Alien Covenant was that in uh, if 2015's The Martian, based on a solid novel, addressed crisis in space by having a hero science the shit out of the problem. The writing team on this, John Logan, Dante Harper from a story by Jack Pillen and Michael Green talking about Alien, uh, approaches each challenge as if the answer was to stupid the shit out of it. And that was from Kim Newman and Sight and Sound Magazine. And that's the reason why I kind of like The Martian, because I think it's actually a good script compared to the bullshit that's being put forward in Prometheus and Alien Covenant, which is just... I gotta, I but you gotta don't say. watch Alien for the script. You feel me? Like you watch Alien they to tried see to how cool this, the though. aliens are and but, like how scared you're gonna be. But Alien and Aliens aren't dumb movies. Those are great movies that are pretty smart. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, they made a lot of dumb choices in, in this movie. Yeah, it was it was brutal uh, to the point where we reviewed another film, uh, kind of similar of similar ilk that I really enjoyed, and it came out of kind of nowhere. Did you see the commercials for or the trailer for the film Life? Or did you see it? it was yes, with, yes. Yeah, I really Jake wanted Jonah. to see that. Uh, you, I heard it was good. You it, would like it. Like, really? It, Here's the thing: Life is like nowhere near as well reviewed or as Prometheus is. I feel like it didn't really. Oh, get I forgot much all problem. about it. It's actually, a it thousand times better. It's 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 scientists where things go wrong that isn't due to the fact that the scientists are just dummies Mm -hmm. like they're like this stuff happens they try to work through it they work through a problem then but like and every time we kept going back in it in our review and we were like oh were they doing something stupid here and they were like well no because this is the only option like it was very well written in that regard the creature in the movie uh they did some interesting things with it they kind of um they named it um a sort of a a human what was the name of it do you remember charles calvin calvin Calvin, yeah they like because they didn't know what to name it 
it at first. They're like, they're like, oh, you're a daddy. Like, oh, did, did, we're going to name it Cal. A, a kids on Earth like named it in a competition. Like, Calvin, what? A- <laughs> yeah. uh, and That's then great. eventually, like the 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 creature, the, why it, you know, it, it, it such bad stuff happens, but it's no one's fault, and the creature doesn't understand. And then it th- so like. It's not, there's a whole thing mm-hmm. about like, they know logically that they shouldn't hate this thing, but like, they're talking about how much they hate it. There's it's, lots of levels. Yeah. It it's like. really good. That's and, great. But talk about bad trailers. Cause that was, I think it was yep. like a, a flamethrower and Jake Gyllenhaal screaming. That, that was it. Yeah. yeah. That, the trailer that I saw didn't really let on what it was about at all. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, life to be fair was kind of considered derivative of Alien. Yes. You know, like a lot of people said, oh, this is basically just someone trying to make an updated version of Alien. But, now, but to be fair. But now you have Prometheus and you have Alien Covenant, which we will talk about. It is almost a half hour into this thing. Um, uh, you you look at a movie like Life and you look at a movie like Alien Covenant and I'm like, okay, I like your alien design, Alien, better. Like, I like the look of the xenomorph. Granted, um, Calvin was cool looking. I liked him. Uh but nothing God life did it so much better I guess we're right. putting, so yeah. we'll, let's, let's go, go into it let's go round table and I think we should give it over to our guests first up yes. like how did tell us just your overall impressions of Alien Covenant having walked out of it I mean you know, I mean you- I, th- I was I thought it was suspenseful I was scared um, Michael Fassbender is hot AF <laughs> um, truth were you really waiting for those two to kiss no that's not your thing I, I mean i i was like okay this is kind of weird but like that wasn't really my thing mm. um but i don't know i was i thought it was scary i thought like the graphics were great um the storyline was kind of predictable like as like i knew as soon as like we knew like where it was going as soon as like they, oh, the, yeah. the droids met each other and i was like oh he's gonna be the bad one like yeah. this is gonna oh, yeah. we knew that super early um which kind of sucks. Like that takes the fun out of yeah. it. But I, I still enjoyed it. I think I think everything was. I don't know. Topically, it was it was really great. And then every time you you thought a tiny bit about it, it just the the bottom fell out of it. Right. And it was every little thing too. Like I liked, for instance, the um, even even the CGI. I liked the CGI. Sure. And then and then I think like oh, but. It was so much better when it wasn't CGI. Right. When you it didn't see the alien. Incredible. I mean, yeah. the original aliens were, well, you know, maybe, maybe like aliens. Yeah. The amazing yeah. thing about the original aliens they were, is they look ridiculous in light, but they're incredible when you don't see them. They right. are yeah. they are so scary. CGI sort of makes everything it's kind too of the glossy. same thing. Yeah. It mm. kind of everything becomes fluid. That little alien, the little ch- the, oh. the chipmunk alien. Yeah, he stands up. He looks like he's gonna like he I don't know, like a yoga do the pose thriller or dance or yep. something. Yeah. yeah. He was he I, was weird. I and thought awful. about space balls yes, at that point. So did we. And I was yes. just waiting for Michael Fassbender to put on and a top right. hat and him. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, but you know, all of all the logic of the movie just didn't hold up. Or maybe it did, but you had to go looking for it online to to piece it together. It and, just wasn't doesn't And hold up. to your point before, it doesn't. No, you're right. In retrospect, the day, there were so many things that they that they did that were just so dumb. Yeah. Like when he was like, look inside the pod thing, it's totally <laughs> fine. I was like, why? Yeah, why that would was... you believe him? Like he looked so he might as well have been like twisting a fucking mustache. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> Lie down on these railroad tracks while you do so. Like they're totally I was like, why would you believe him? He literally just killed his bitch, yes. his like his right. first lieutenant. And he looks in, he practically put his whole face 
ass in there. We, we did see the decapitated floating head of that woman that that person just killed four times yes. before the captain's like, I'm going to go find, oh, I trust him. I'm going to go into this like wet, dark cave with him. Didn't yeah. we just see the, uh, you know, D- David kind of talking to an alien? Yes. Like, you know, like yep. blowing, what was the, what was the line? Blowing, blowing a horse's oh, mouth yeah. and he'll love you forever. Love you for sure. Great. <laughs> Is that a thing? I'm not an equestrian. This I don't know. This is a guy I should trust. You yeah. Know? Mm. Yeah. Horse people are also really weird. So that should have been a sign. <laughs> up top, you know, if you're funny. somebody who like grew up with horses and you like lo- talk about them all the time, you have a fucking like horse notebook. Like I think I'm, everyone secretly loves their horse just a little too that's much. That's what I mean. It yeah. just, it makes you like weird. It's yeah. just like a little, it's a weird <laughs> hobby. I'm sorry. I'm going to put it out horses there. Horses are super sexual. I'm I've just saying. I've never known a horse person that wasn't kind of weird. So the yeah. fact that he said that, like that was a strike against him. Uh, I have uh, dated a woman who was a horse person and nothing you're saying is not true. <laughs> you did give me a high five. I yeah. did give you a high five. Uh, you know secretly she's thought about it sometime, right? Like, Oh, no, I don't know about ha- that. I just know, like... Either having sex with a horse or having sex on top of the horse. Are you bringing literal bestiality into this? And we were just talking about they're a little bit weird. Now you're talking about fucking an animal. Listen, when David blew on that on the alien's <laughs> mouth, I was like, where is this going? Yeah. He would have gone there. I, yeah. I'm convinced. He to be fair, he tried human. to make out with everybody in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was a little weird. Yeah, but he like didn't know how. Yeah, oh, poor guy. Oh. Poor guy. Matt, what do you think of the movie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, yeah. well, uh, you know, it was serviceable. Okay. Uh, again, I didn't, I didn't dislike my time there. Uh, right. I, fa- I did find myself doing like you're watching a movie, then you do the what the. Like that, yeah. like that face where you're just like, huh? You're looking around at everyone yeah. like, and, are you guys and, watching the same thing I am? And the only time I could see this was during the day one day. So I went by myself and it was one of those things where I just wanted to talk to a person next to me and just be like, what the, f- why is this happening? <laughs> and there was that, that happened more and more throughout. I think one of the lines um, that really got me, which I think encompasses the entire film as a whole is we don't leave earth to be safe. Oh God. Yep. And I was like, Yes, yes, you, you do. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> clearly, there are problems on Earth, and you yeah, should probably yeah. find a better place. And you know what's funny? There's a ton of quotes in this movie that literally just take this movie out at the knees. The other one is, one wrong note eventually ruins the entire symphony. Oh, my I, I, God. I like that quote. I know the quote is terrible. The, no, no, no. I'm not saying that quote is bad. That's a nice quote. There's some good words in there, in and I enjoy it. But I'm saying, of words, I'm like saying, a good quote should be. Uh, yeah, I just think it's like, yeah. The one note that's ruining the symphony is how stupid your characters are. Like mm. the symphony being alien and aliens and the great films that, that were you know, yeah. preceded this. And now it's just like, okay, well, you just, yeah, you're 100% right. <laughs> Welcome to being that note. Uh, you Wait. know, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's me. Okay. So here's, 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 again, you know, I'm, I'm going to approach it from a Ridley Scott point of view, which is, I think, um, stop doing math. He, the film look, looks gorgeous. Ridley Scott came up as an art director. He is really good at design. He knows how to like, you know, that was the thing that made alien famous and Blade Runner famous Mm -hmm. was that his set design work is incredible. That's, that's what he's great at. Um, visually it looked amazing. Um, and I think, you know, the thing that, uh, the reason why, Ridley Scott wants to return to the Alien franchise is that he there's some existential questions that he wants to answer. If you remember Blade Runner, Blade Runner kind of came out um, and he was seen as kind of uh, a natural predecessor to Stanley Kubrick because there was some sort of com- discussion about how Blade Runner entered the pantheon of uh, existential sci-fi films like 2001, A Space Odyssey. And so I think Ridley Scott has been wanting to like make 
you know, a science fiction movie that that gets into this existentialist world, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what David is really about. The film opens with David learning the identity of his father and this entire alien trilogy that's coming out is about, you know, like who created the aliens, how did it come, how did it come about and what does that say about humanity? So there's a kind of, what I did like about this film is the David character. I really liked where they went with him. I'm trying to, by the way, if everything sounds like praise, it's because I'm trying to find the good in this before we move I on. Would, that's true. Well, the three of us are just, are yeah. just taking shots. Side yeah. note, I would love to take your class. Like right. I'm listening to you and being like, oh my, you're right. I never thought about it that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think, I think this is what Ridley Scott is really interested in. He's really interested in whether I can make something about the nature of humanity. Sheer, did you teach film school? <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up and nobody else did. <laughs> I mean, I did say I would like to take his class. I know. Weird. I just wanted to make sure if the class was available, I, I wanted to. Yeah. So, so, you know, like the, the big nature of reality in Blade Runner is uh, you know it's a it's an adaptation of Philip K. Dick's "Do Android Dreams of Electric uh, Do Android Dreams of Electric Sheep," which Close I enough. think is what the question that is really being asked in Prometheus and in Alien Covenant do does humanity get usurped by uh, its predecessor? You know, is David the natural the next evolution of humanity, and by extension, are the aliens uh, uh, a more primal form of what humanity is? That's it. Thank fuck. Ridley Scott is not directing the Blade Runner sequel because fucking hell, this movie is dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Thank you for getting it's to that a, part. This, it's a good point because he sets those questions up yeah. and then immediately goes to ignoring them. It's, it's Im- immediately throws it out. Like the, the thing that saves this movie is the work that's being done with Michael Fassbender's David and, and, and this idea that, that, that the aliens are uh, essentially a byproduct of a human android kind of uh, genetic uh, soup. soup of some kind. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's mildly interesting. The problem is watching Alien and Aliens, I've never, ever wanted to know what is the genetic makeup of these fucking monsters. I agree. And it, it takes something from those movies when it circles back and it's, it's suddenly humans that had something to any part. Yeah, that was what Pat was talking about the whole time afterwards. He was like, but then who made this thing? And then like this, like, you know, uh, because of previous movies. Oh, there were so many holes in that. But but ultimately... Do you really care? No. Do you really care? No, well, I, a monster is good when you don't know it's one. Exactly. Yes. That makes a better monster. And since Alien and Aliens were really monster movies the, in large part, it really just, it, it it sort of kicks the stool out from under those. The one, and this, this is the problem I had with Prometheus as well, is the Prometheus ends on this weird note where they're suddenly going to go to LV-26, which is the planet that Alien... Uh, the first movie takes place uh, on, but, but, you know, but I was like, why didn't you go there in the first place? Why is this movie not about the origin of the species by actually going there? It seems like two steps removed. And, and, and Prometheus was kind of like, oh, this isn't the alien. This is like the, the, the home cooking preparation steps that get us to the alien, but we're not going to show you what the alien is until later. Gee, good thing. There's three movies. Exactly. And so, and (laughs) and so the interesting thing that happens in, in, in this one is the, to me, the most interesting scene is a flashback and it's done in like the the like five seconds you're like wait a minute that's your movie which one the flashback of david destroying the engineers race. oh yeah oh, that would yeah. that was really interesting i was like oh so this because because the whole thing there is that the engineers are the predecessor to humankind they're the people that created humanity uh if you watch prometheus aka space junkies and 
and David is the predecessor of humankind. He is the he is the next step in humanity. So he has gone back and destroyed the original engineers. That's really interesting. I think what does that say about us? What does that say about you know this idea of of, of humanity and and he's using this virus to do so? All that stuff's really interesting. It's a five minute flashback, and other than that, I'm not interested in this movie. It's just a mass death scene too. Yeah. It's not even it's not even really nuanced in any way. No, and I, I mean I love the idea of David kind of spending ten years alone on this planet, kind of like doing these macabre experiments, you know, like and you see some of the drawings that he's made of Elizabeth Shaw, who is the character in the previous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. movie um you know where he's basically like um creating an alien and then mass mutating it back against itself until he eventually creates something new i think that's kind of interesting i think it's inter- I, you know what i really like now that you brought it up um wasn't the woman going to that planet to destroy them already no she was going to find out why they were made like the whole mission in Prometheus was like we want to find we want to meet our makers. But at the end of Prometheus, yeah, when what's her name leaves with David, yeah, right, aren't they going to their home planet to fuck shit up? I, I, I thought, thought that was. I where thought they were going to to find out more. Yeah, I thought I took it as she was going. She was pissed, but oh, she's yeah. like, I want some answers or something. I forget yeah. the exact line because that was the entire it. mission in that first movie. But here's my question. All right. <laughs> This five-minute flashback we're talking about and the virus and the thing, and yeah, that's cool, and I, I would like to see that movie. I, I just think that that would expand out to a more interesting No, movie. of course, yeah. but but the second you start thinking about it even more, mm-hmm. like, then it just, I think you said it before, but it's like, it falls apart. The bottom falls out. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, it might only be a five-minute movie. Because, because like, okay. <laughs> that was the movie. That was it. <laughs> okay, this virus. Yeah. Where'd that come from? And why did they have it? How well, did that, David know how to use it? And why did they have so many little vials of it? Like, well, this was, was kind of questions that were approached in Prometheus because it was it was the 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 I and look, I'm not saying that you not knowing this is because you didn't observe the film because it's it's not told very no, well. No, but this is what I'm saying. It's, the stuff that was on the planet that was in the vases and in Prometheus and all that stuff, the goo that was like the proto that was yeah. like the proto xenomorph that created proto xenomorphs. This well, didn't also, do that, but it also created humanity. No, no, I know, but like the, it's just so they're just he's just going to drop this like not to throw a Marvel thing into this, but like the Terrigen mists onto these onto these aliens. They have no idea what it'll do. Like, how did he know what it would do? He doesn't. I, I'm saying. Uh, also, I guess I'm saying I want those questions answered also, rather than anything. That what if it just turned them into normal humans? Yeah, yeah. or made, made them more stronger, or turned them into like super <laughs> xenomorphs. Or here's the other thing: these are. The, the the engineers are supposed to be the, this race that uh, completely created humanity and probably life across the stars, right? Mm. So their one planet gets bombed, and then they're like, well, yeah. like, where the hell are the rest of them? They're not right. just here. Like, not just the planet. They oh, have, yeah. like, a small village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you think about this stuff, and it just get, like, it I, gets, like, it gets dumb. You know, you know what I liked about that in terms, again, from a design perspective, is, is it felt and looked like the fall of the Roman Empire to me. It felt and, like, you know, if we it was the, it, it was the capes. The capes, and it was, and it was also the citadel and the kind of cathedral feel of it. Yeah, it kind of felt like they wore fucking capes. <laughs> I like that they had like little turned up noses. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were all made them kind of like snobby. You mm-hmm. know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, so, the engineers so, are snobby. So wait, wait, wait. Let's back up because I, I think what killed me was that he created David creates this perfect life form, but he creates it out of a thing that is way more perfect than the thing that he created. This sort of primal material it's that weird. can do anything i mean this he it's like it's like it's like a child that made something out of play-doh and is like i made the best play-doh thing ever it's like well yeah but the play-doh factory made, made the, the play-doh. play-doh yeah because because i think the thing you're mentioning as well is like the the actual genetic analogy. the the way in which the ge, the the genetic propagation happens on the planet 
it with the spores is way more efficient than the face hugger thing. Absolutely. It's like like yeah. the spores is like why would you actually need to mutate a Instead cre- you make something with like 20 life cycles just yeah. to create the it's it's bizarre. It's it it makes no sense. And and I there was more moments of me like rolling my eyes at the, you know, like in this movie going, what the fuck is happening here? And I think it it comes fundamentally down to, and the reason, you know, the reason why Stanley Kubrick was Stanley Kubrick and Ridley Scott is not. And, you know, like I, I like a lot of Ridley Scott's movies is that Ridley Scott ultimately wants to make a please, you know, a crowd pleasing, endearing action movie. And, and the thing is that when this movie falls into like an endearing action movie, it's completely not for one. It is it is unendearing. It is uninteresting. The the you know uh, Catherine Waterson, I think is her name. Like um, the characters, uh, I don't give yeah, a you don't give a shit about. And and like and her fighting the alien at the end I, is supposed to kind of remind you of of Sigourney Weaver fighting the aliens right. at yeah. the end of Aliens. No, not at but all. But it has no weight. Aliens, she has no charisma. No charisma. And there's no reason for her to do what she does. You know, like why why does she jump out of the plane? I have no idea. And why, and why did she, why did she she wasn't a main character? No, like I think that's what you guys are saying, right? No, who cares that she was the last? She they just happened to be the to last make, one alive. They tried right? to make her a main character with like her husband dying and her being the the but wife. everybody's spouse died. It, I know, but was everybody's theirs. spouse <laughs> and, died. And, 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 the and thing then is, they died. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying that they pro- they did prop her up to the from the start. And yeah. uh, not to say that like she was the right choice for that, but they did try to make her a focus with her and like the new captain and like, you know, her mourning James Franco, who is in the film for freaking two seconds, yeah. you know? Terrible, terrible way to start. I, I, you I know, here's any my theory, here's my theory about that. Here, my, my theory about that is Danny McBride really wanted to do this movie, and the only reason he could convince Ridley Scott to do it is like, look, I'll give you James Franco for one day if I can <laughs> if I can be in this movie as like a part and package deal. Because that's, <laughs> that's the only way. He's, like, and James Franco. Yeah, I didn't even realize because I, I didn't watch any of the trailers. But was James Franco promoted really. no. as? No, no, no. He, he he burns up in the thing, and then you see him in a flashback, and then they show clips of 127 hours. Yeah, yes, yes. It is the worst use of Chekhov's gun if I've ever seen an example. Because like I was like, okay, you've got you've got James Franco in your movie, but you've only seen him for 10 seconds. You've got to bring him back somehow, and they bring him back right away. And I was like, no, that's it. But then it also like doesn't make us care. You know what I mean? Like we didn't get to see the relationship at all to be like, oh wow, I feel nothing will make you not care about a character like James Franco in space. No one can make you care. <laughs> no one can make you care. Oh, that's your husband? Like, ooh, you dodged a bullet, sis. Like, here, here's, another, here's another thing is that this, the, the, this film kind of like the, the added dimension that this film, you know, like tries to play with is that everyone on this ship is in a marital relationship. Oh, right. Yes. Right? But they but, don't develop it because none of them seem like couples. And it's oh, until no. they, until someone dies and they turn and go, my wife. <laughs> for for wife. a minute. For <laughs> one <laughs> minute to maybe 90 seconds. And then they're fine. And right. then everything's yeah. good. Yeah. And then they move on. Yeah, that's Because so funny. they have a job to bumble through. Yeah, that's how I felt about, I don't know what his real name is, but I keep Billy saying. Billy Crudup? Ke- no, Kenny Powers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Danny name? McBride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, felt, I felt the same way about him. I was like, wait, that was his wife? Like, he was talking mm-hmm. about somebody else's tits. And I was yeah. like, wait, I don't know. He's married to that lady? I'm so confused like and and he makes the dumbest decision in response to that as well it's like he he's he's ostensibly the captain responsible for two thousand people on his ship but he's like i gotta save my wife quick right. let's right. fly this giant ship into a storm that the computer's saying you probably shouldn't fly this ship into yeah. a storm the, yeah. the computer's going this is your 
mother, you're going to die if you do this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do this. Uh, He's like, you know what? I'll just throw ourselves Well, and I away. felt the same way about the two other um, crew members who were like giving each other looks like, oh, should we do this? I didn't know they were together until they had a shower scene. <laughs> yeah, they had a threesome with the alien. And an alien, alien yeah. trying yep. to put something up her butt. I was like, wait a second, they're together? I was so confused. It's I like so- how you assumed that was aimed for the butt. It was. It well, was. It no, it was. It, it yeah. did. Was it, it curving backwards? It totally I curved up her so butt. So Alien uh, has always had this sort of pseudo sexual um, uh, with the yeah that comes the, from the guy girl yeah, yeah, work yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and and the original Alien was a lot about um, sort of like either sexual violence or sort of uh, being um, just uh, assaulted in certain ways and that is truly fucking terrifying. And I was like the uh, this movie, which it doesn't have to have that, but it didn't have any of that. And then all of a sudden they was, throw in. They threw this that in there. rando shower scene, which normally in horror movies, that's like in the first third. That's like yeah. just something they're like, eh, get the get the boobs out of the way and we're good to go. Right. This is now like we're two hours, an hour 45 into this thing. And yeah. then it's like shower scene, by the way. But, and ultimately, the problem is, is that that there's no. And this is the other thing I was like, I, I just could, I was kind of astounded by the way in which this film is structured is like this film is trying to give you play tension games towards the end. It's basically trying to say, oh, is this this, this or is this this? I was like, there is no tension here. I know that we Dave, know that that's yeah. David. Yeah. We knew yeah. it, it instantly. Oh, I mean, which was him. which was a against the odds. Even yeah. if he did reach for the knife, let's let's in talk that about last that moment. Yeah. He, he wasn't gonna win. The guy says out loud, "He's like, I'm a new model. I'm better than you yeah. physically, at least." Yeah, that yeah. was weird. So 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 we're getting. Yeah, I mean, us. we obviously uh, we've been we <laughs> broke into spoilers. This is spoiler town. We all know this. It oh, doesn't I'm sorry. even. No no no, 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 no. We've we've been talking Everybody for a long knows time. That this yeah. is spoiler and, town. and even if it even if it wasn't, even if like all of a sudden like <gasps> it doesn't matter, audience, because it's the most blatant nonsense non twist you could possibly yeah. think of. Basically, David, uh, the original alien that they meet on the planet, or not the original alien, the original. Uh, android dr- yeah. made by Peter Whalen uh, meets Walter. They're both played by uh, Michael Fassbender and Walter. The, uh, David attacks him at some point to like get rid of him. Uh, and then you see Walter heal like the goddamn T-1000. Yeah. And then he comes back and they have like a fisticuffs battle. He's like, there's been some upgrades. And you're like, whoa, that's cool. And then it like <laughs> it does the- this. No, it was cool until like they had that moment where like they didn't show the end of the battle to try to make suspense about another like wh- who made it out. But, of because, course, but yeah. you knew. But you knew. And also, yeah. wouldn't Captain Scientist people, wouldn't you know, like, oh, this weird android that's been lost and kind of haywire for 10 years instantly just shaved all his hair to look just like our android. That's weird. Yeah. So yeah. also, when when bad David comes back to the ship, uh, he has cuts and stuff all over him that they're having to heal up. They don't. You don't think that the crew should know the specs of the robot killing machine, possibly that they're bringing onto their ship. They wouldn't know that Walter should be able to heal and be like, "Hey, that scar's not going away. That's that real is an weird." Excellent point. But no, let's patch you up instead. I'm going to have this long, sort of loving stitching scene because I've forgotten all reason. I will say one thing that I did appreciate about that, though. I felt like Michael Fassbender was doing a really good job of showing someone who was doing a bad American accent because right. his accent sounded off. Yes. When he came back and I was like, Ooh, look at you. Like uh-huh. there are levels to this performance <laughs> yeah. because it was like him trying to sound like David. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, mm, okay. I think Listen, they, I think Michael they, Fassbender, let's, let's just all get this out of the table. He is a okay. droid I'd like okay. to fuck. Yeah. Like for real. Listen, really? Now listen, I've been thinking about that this whole time. I've been like, I can't wait to say the stupid joke. That's true. By the way, you can, she's not lying. She does that all the time. 
I mean, look, let's get let's get this out of the way. Michael Fassbender is awesome. He is he was yes. good. He's a fantastic you, actor. Can you yes. picture this film without him? No, no. it wouldn't. It would not. Ex- <laughs> well, it wouldn't exist because grace. he was the yeah. he was the driver of the plot. Yeah. He was yeah. the saving but grace. Yeah, the, the character the only... that's not supposed to be able to show emotion had the only emotional resonance <laughs> in the entire movie. <laughs> well, that's he was the only one that you actually it. cared about too. Yeah, you know, because his story his story has some weight to it, and it actually turns in interesting ways. You know, and it. It asks interesting questions, but ultimately, at some point, this movie was like, oh, you know, in Prometheus, how we didn't have like a big alien kind of battle thing. Let's do that now. And let's do this like the exact same thing we did in Aliens, which is have like a bunch of people. Some of them will get picked off at some point. And and none of that is in any way interesting. I, I just it's it's just not it's handled poorly. It, I- I think too, though. I mean, they're doing so many things, yeah. right up to the point where they're where they have to make you wonder which droid won the battle. It's, I mean, it was so gratuitous, yeah. so unnecessary. Wonder in air quotes, by the way. And it's yeah, and it's. I mean, it was just. It was so. It was embarrassing. I felt yeah because it was way late in the movie too that this happens, and now suddenly the theme becomes the overarching theme of that portion of the movie becomes. Which droid is it? Yeah. It's yeah. like, and, and how, you know is, he gonna, and how is. is he gonna fuck them over? Like he's helping them yeah. catch the alien, and you're waiting, like, okay, well, when does the twist happen where it's revealed that it's not really him? Yeah. yeah. And I th- that took me out of it because I was like, well, all right, they're gonna help the alien get out, but then we're gonna be like, dun, dun, dun. like, you know, it's really but, but I think to your point too, mm-hmm. is all of that's at the expense of these questions that Ridley Scott was trying to ask and try to delve into. So he really just throws away this nice setup. I mean, that scene with him and his, you know, and his father at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Um, where David sort of is being born. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I thing. thought that was amazing. I want that chair. Yeah, that, that was a good chair. chair. Sick chair. Famous chair. I would just prefer chair. the room. That Everything in that thing, the piano, the little tea set, the, the window. And the, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Statue of David behind you. Yep. No, <laughs> g- yep. There you go. Gee, what's he going to be named? Um... <laughs> This is, and, and we've talked about this a little bit too. I will judge a film nine times harder if it does half of its shit correct and then completely just destroys itself and shoots itself in the face with like the other half. Like the, the things we're all talking about, there are, again, I, now I'll try to turn it into a little bit of a positive thing. There are good things. It looks gorgeous. Oh when, it's, when it's not doing CG nonsense, it looks great. The action scenes, while I don't think they're cut together well, they get a little confusing, especially on the spinny ship with the alien and the claw, and then all of a sudden it explodes kind of for some reason, like who knows why. Uh, yeah. That was a little bit weird, but like whenever it stopped to take a moment and breathe, like it was beautiful. The ship they were on was designed beautifully. The 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 way the sails came out, like and all that stuff, <laughs> I loved it. The, the city was gorgeous, very Roman, like you were saying before, Greek. Yeah. Um, but so you have all the, and, and, and all these questions that we've sort of like that, you know, Ridley Scott kind of wants to ask, but then he just doesn't do anything with. It's literally like it's like playing blackjack and hitting 20 and then just being like, ah, hit me. And it's like, oh, 23 bust. No, hit me. No, the game's over. Hit me. And it's like, oh, just stop. Just fucking stop and just look at the cool thing you've built and stop shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, and, and, and Ridley Scott is a filmmaker of note who doesn't need to pander to his audience. He no. doesn't need to make 
an action adventure well, movie. Well, especially because it's alien. Mm. Like, you're already eating up people in the seats, yeah. right? Like, people are going to go see this regardless. I think the problem was is that I think he, he reached for that even further with Prometheus, which, like, got into the, the existentialist stuff a little bit broader and didn't have much action scenes. But but even then, they were kind of dumb. But that suffered, too, from characters yeah. you didn't give a shit about. Exactly. It, 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 it's, it, but it had Charlize Theron, so... I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. as long that. as you have a hottie in there. Yeah. And, and Charlize Theron having sex with Idris Elba. I'm just saying. Yeah, oh, a, oh, yeah. Well, shit, now I have to see <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's Elba, worth, that's worth the price listen, of admission. Here, here's the thing, though. Idris Elba has, like, one of the best American accents in The Wire. Like, it's kind of crazy how good he does oh, that. Oh, it's so weird hearing his actual accent. <laughs> yeah. And he does one of the worst American accents I've ever heard any human being do in Alien and Prometheus. Oh, no. So, 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 I guess, let's open this question up to, okay. to, the, to, to, the to, panel. to the panel. Yeah. Like, this is all Ridley Scott's fault, right? Like this is all this is all his fault. Like he's fucking this up. Yes, no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because there wasn't a thing there that he fucked up. He started something that I feel is is different from the other movies that uh-huh. were made. So it's not. I don't feel it's like a loss. If it were Alien Four, you know, and he fucked it up, I'd be pissed. But you said, in your opinion, he did fuck up Alien Four. Oh, it wasn't him. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Alien, Alien 4, Alien 5, whatever it is. Oh, sure, sure. If it was more of that and he he fucked it up, I'd be pissed because I feel like I would have lost an opportunity. Okay. But this is its own thing. It's its own kind of, it's its own world. It looks very different, right? It feels very different. The questions are different. Mm -hmm. It's more sci-fi, less monster movie, less horror. So, you know, he he tried it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Was it great? No. Right. But now on try two, I guess that's where I get caught up. Yeah. Like try, Prometheus, Prometheus, I've I've gone to bat for before just because exactly what you said. Like he gave it a go. Like yeah. it, we tried it, and maybe the studio fucked that. That that movie reeks of studio sort of interference to me hmm. because it's it's asking a lot of like big heady questions. And they're probably like, when when's a spaceship gonna crash? Mm-hmm. Like when's that gonna happen? Uh, and now this time, I don't know. What what, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where he did the best he could do. I mean, I would say that maybe it was one of those studio things where he started with the big existential question and the studio was like, oh, that's too much. Yeah. Like, just like throw some scary shit there, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so I don't know. I, I have two minds of it in the sense that like I did enjoy it, but on reflection, there are a lot of stupid things, but I didn't go into an alien film thinking like, oh my God, this is going to be like a masterpiece. I was just like, I want to be scared. I want to see some gore and I want to yeah. like, you know, see yeah. some cool aliens. Oh, you got and all I, of it. And I got yeah. all of those yeah. things. I like Patrick will tell you, I was squealing like the entire <laughs> movie. I was like, no, no, yeah. don't do that. Ah, like, I and, then, and then, but, but then the thing pops out of the dude's chest and she's kind of like, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. When it stands up. <laughs> about to do yeah. Well, he did <laughs> fucking sun salutation. Yeah. He like, yeah. stood up and he's oh, like, you know what I mean? It was, that was very awful. strange. And, and also uh, Michael Fassbender was sort of doing his weird Hobbit impression. And he's like, walking around bare feet, like hoveling in the caves kind of yeah. thing. I was like, this is getting weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I don't think that he completely screwed it up. I think that he made a decent movie out of a franchise that I already enjoy. And so for me, it's not like ruined. It's sure. just like, all right, I'll give you like, I don't know, a B minus, I guess. Yeah. B minus. All right. I, I, I'm look, the, this is a difficult question because it's like how much involvement does the director actually have in the final product? 
I think in the case of someone like Ridley Scott, who I think we can all identify as someone, you know, like the dude's 80 years old as well, right, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know and that. that. I, mean, I should have guessed, but... Yeah, no, 80 years old, and he's still making... He's got he's got a plan for two more Alien movies. He's also got two other movies coming out in the works. Uh, he, he, better, he better get started. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is why he's, just, he's cranking <laughs> these out rude, right now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's that was hard. rude. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you're a little ageist there. <laughs> uh, it's hard to say how much he... Uh, how much he fucked it up versus the the actual production process just kind of screwed it up. But yeah, maybe I, I, it's not him. But I I I kind of look. My feeling is being a filmmaker is that the the buck stops here kind of thing. You know, like ultimately, even if even if. Um, you aren't able to control the production process. If you aren't able to manage the studio, that's kind of a reflection upon you as a filmmaker. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to justify because you know so we have no idea about the inner workings. But but from from what I understand about Ridley Scott, is Ridley Scott is not a man you say no to, uh, as far as the studio system goes. Um, mm. And and that this script was actually, uh, a, you know, writer John Logan, who's written some very good work before. He wrote The Aviator, which is a film I love. Um, you know, was kind of riffing on ideas that that Ridley Scott had, and this whole like David question is something that Ridley Scott's been playing with, and it's also something that kind of you know it falls in line with Blade Runner. So it's I, a beautiful question, but he asks it for maybe ten seconds or ten minutes of a two-hour movie. I think I, it, it it what it seems to me is like. Um, it's a person, and I'm like I'm doing this like sort of couch psychoanalysis of like Ooh. Ridley Scott, like based on his movies, which is really not the way to go. Yeah, we don't know Ridley Scott. <laughs> we don't know Ridley Scott, and Ridley, if you're listening, I, I, I like Alien, um, but it's uh, it's just the case of like. I think he's asking an interesting question, but doesn't have the attention span to follow through with the implications of that question. Okay. Is the way I think. About Honestly, it. now yeah. that I know that he's 80, <laughs> I revise and say that it is his fault because like <laughs> when you're 80, you're like, I don't give a fuck. Like this is what I'm doing. Like yeah. I am. This that is, is me. true. You know what I'm saying? You're literally like, mm, I'm going to do what I want because yeah. I've made it this far. And like, you can't tell me anything different, which he's entitled to. Right? Very like, you have, you're very successful. You've made it to 80 so you can do whatever the fuck you want. And so I believe that that's exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you might. Yeah. Again, we don't know Ridley Scott. <laughs> we don't know Ridley Scott, but that's, but we're going to act like we do. Yeah. We're going to act like, and again, I'm going on this basis of like 40, he's a 40% filmmaker for me, you know, like 40%. And, and like, there's so only, all of our math here checks out. It seems like in a weird <laughs> roundabout way, the four of us have kind which of is half of 80, which is, ooh, you know, like, yeah. it's been 25 uh, years yeah. since the first. Yeah. It's all, it, it's, it's the ooh. cryptic oh number, the sacred numbers. There were two droids. There were two droids. Yeah. The reflection of each other, binary one and zero. Mm. Did we just become the Illuminati or was that, <laughs> did that happen right now? Speak for yourself. I've always been a member. Oh yeah. shit. This is a, uh, the revelations are, are coming thick and deep here. <laughs> thick and I, deep? Yeah, you know, I look that. <laughs> well, we who, did, does, who does the fingering? We That's did, yeah! We, we did make it an hour without Shahir making a very inappropriate sexual You know reference. what's funny is that was unintentional. That I was know. That was, like, a, that was Freudian to its core. Um, all right, well, that was kind of all of our final thoughts, right? I, I, think, I think. I think we kind of hit it. I mean, would, do you guys want to see the next chapter? Yeah, that's the question. I, I'll see it. I'm stuck. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. No matter what, no matter what comes of this right. alien franchise. And you are the exact target market. It, you, it doesn't matter. I will be in that seat. You, you don't hit, seem happy. You, yeah. <laughs> it's the fanboy. Uh, yep. It's the, it's the fanboy complex, which I oh, suffer yeah. from with with Marvel movies and a lot of other things. Where like you're you're gonna you're gonna go no matter what they do. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, you know what's fun? I, every once in a blue moon in your in, in a fanboy's life, in my life, <laughs> I can break away from it. Yeah. You know what I'm going to break away from uh, soon? Very soon? What? what? Transformers. Oh, oh you, should, yeah. you haven't given up on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like listen, 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 listen. You should have given up after the listen, yeah. one. I know. The first one I like, and the rest of them have been hot garbage. But for whatever reason, because of nostalgia and growing up and cars nostalgia that turn into robots. movie? No, no, for, for, for a franchise, toys. for the toys, uh, for the characters for that they yeah. butcher. Right. But every time, like, maybe, maybe, maybe. But And and, and this is my point. The, the, the fanboyness is strong in the sense that, like, Ridley Scott and the and, and aliens, even all the directors, have not done the damage that Transformers has done. Oh my god! By, by, by any iota, and now, just now, am I allowed to that get away? from That trailer was so bad. I yeah. thought it, I thought it was a montage. You know how like HBO will do, yeah. will do a montage of all of their shows. Yep. Uh, before some before you know showing the feature presentation or whatever, yep. I thought that's what it was. There was um what's Anthony his name? Hopkins. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins yeah. is in one scene being Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's some Megan dragon Fox knockoff. I was oh, like, yeah. who is that rich, ambiguous girl with uh-huh. those big ass lips? Yeah, yep. like Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> who's also aged down, machine. by the way. Right. Side note, I, I, I did, you didn't. Yeah, see, she was young. You didn't see the fourth Transformers. No. Movie, no. Thank God. There's a. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. I, I like. I gave up on that after the. I, no, and I'm not saying it was no. Brutal. Everyone's correct. Offensive. It was. Everyone's you're correct a case in that. For the fact that you have felt like you needed to go, and now, and now, I, I have broken I away, and it's a really nice feeling. Yeah. Uh, to uh, I'm a 35 year old man that no longer has to see Transformers. You films. just saved yourself two hours and 15 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't say that I have that. I, I mean, fangirl it's, doesn't really translate. I feel like, but I don't have that feeling towards anything. Any franchise. You'll never get locked into. Uh, That's what fortunate. About, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. Like, what, really trying to think about Lord it. of the Rings was like that for me, and oh, then The Hobbit, no. and I yeah. just eventually you gave up on The Hobbit. Oh, I absolutely gave up on The Hobbit, but I wanted to give up on Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? Yeah, because let's face it, by the third movie, it was like, you're just showing us the same stuff. You can't develop the world any better. The story is kind of, I know the story. I read the books. Oh, wait, you know? wait, wait. I have it for a TV show. I have it for Game of Thrones. Oh, you've given up on Game I of Thrones? I feel really? like I want to. Because oh, they and keep... The Walking Dead, though. For oh, you, you keep crawling listen, back no, to I The gave, Walking no, Dead. No, I gave up Walking Dead. And really? I hit, yeah, like, and like you know five what? Times, I went, oh, I was so mad that second be season when they were like she at will that stupid farmhouse. Back. I was yeah. like, all right, I'm sticking with it. I just oh, like, really? I want to see what happens. Worst. Yeah, like, I kept going. The and then after like they two. killed, <laughs> really? I mean, whatever. It's not really a spoiler. It was like a single after zombie. After they killed the Glenn, season. I was just I like, like <laughs> fuck this. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so mad. But I do feel that way about Game of Thrones. That These long breaks, these episodes where like nothing really happens. And then something big happens. And then nothing happens for a long time. But now I'm just like, God, I got to see how it ends. See, right. I, I'm with you on, on Walking Dead. I'm not with you on Game of Thrones. Only because I think Game of Thrones is some of the best sort of character development and fantasy in in the game right now. Even if you don't care about the characters, they do do a lot of work to try to, you know, at least explain them. Whereas Walking Dead is garbage. Let's call it what yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. In but a here's while. the deal: I, I it's been liked, garbage for a long time. I liked this last season. I'm not gonna lie, and I didn't like a lot of seasons before, and I didn't particularly appreciate the cliffhanger they did. But I was also like. I get why they did it. Like yeah. I was never mad at it. Also, I was really mad. Also, I've read the comics 
And right. it was very clear to me that even though they were dancing die. around it, they, Abraham uh, in the comics, I believe, dies way earlier. So like I, oh, he was okay. on the chopping block with like I was betting they'd do two because like that way they're not just matching it. And then I liked the other like I liked the super weird like girl with the bangs mm-hmm. uh, at the other thing that guys screws over all this stuff. I know it's great. Life. Don't worry about it. You <laughs> yeah, won't remember this shit. Honestly, it's just it got bad. It's not worth it. But, Don't but, do it. But you will. Go, I, you'll go back. I'll no, go back. I'm not it is, go back. It is the I, most abusive show I've <laughs> ever watched. Yeah. So it is cruel to its audience. The yeah. cliffhangers, um, how they how they toy with your emotions, how they have these like like Glenn is how a character. Glenn was a great character that they didn't give any fucking love to, and then they like just kill him. Like they kill him a, like three times too. He had yeah. a great yeah, exactly line. exactly, and they keep milking it, and it's cruel. And let's face it, he was a great character within that cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that cast sucks. The dude with the <laughs> The red hair and the mustache. He Damn. is the worst. Abraham. Yeah. Carl. Uh, well, bring it back. Carl. Stay bring back it back to earlier. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Just because I haven't seen The Walking Dead. Otherwise, I'd be totally no, in on this conversation. Totally, you're, you are not missing anything. Um, I agree with you, Matt. Uh, I'm I'm out. I'm out with the aliens. I'm out with Ridley Scott's. Really? Aliens. I'm I'm done. Oh, I'm wow. like I just I wow. I'm I'm done with this. It's it's just like it, it for me. It's a case of fool me once, okay. Fool me twice, I'm out. You know, like you know. It's I'll a, still see the third one. I'll, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll see it too. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not at Transformers it, level. The only, of giving the up only reason I would the only <laughs> reason I would tolerance. go back to see Alien, whatever the next one is. We've got Prometheus Covenant. And is if uh, Taika Waititi directed it? No, if, if Michael Fassbender has like uh, is the main scene. character. Oh, is a shower sorry. scene, um, <laughs> and is there's four of them now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's duplicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiplicity. <laughs> yes. multiplicity. Oh Michael my Keaton. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, the only reason I, I I I would stay vested in this is is to see the David story resolve in some way. But every iteration of this so far has. It, What's you gonna the, do? Bring the ship to Earth with the alien embryos well, see, like, now? Like what that's the, what I thought. No, but was, remember, this is ultimately leading to Alien. This is all prequel to Alien. So even then, I don't care because it's like we're gonna get an alien landscape where aliens roam free and then die out. I guess. Oh, great. Yeah, like yeah, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, there's not really much that can happen. Like we know what's going to happen. Like the aliens can't go to Earth because that didn't happen in the original franchise. Right, so, right. Oh. They could threaten it, I guess. And that's already happened in Alien vs Predator. So, oh, that's true. So that's a good point. Did yeah. they address that in those movies? I forget. I, 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 I actually, actually don't think Alien vs Predator is canonical. Oh, really? I think actually in Ridley Scott's sort of thing, he's just treating that like it didn't. A weird happen. spinoff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can, can I ask you guys something though? Sure. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you guys are trying to wrap up, but like, no, no, no. We I, can talk for hours. I, I want to know what do you think was uh, was David's actual motive? I, I'm not sure. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but I don't know if we if we tried to get right at it because mm. I couldn't figure out. I thought what he just he wanted was to create to something. Yeah. I felt yeah. like he, he, yeah, he was he, obsessed he, with he, creation because he even from the time he was sort of brought into the world, he was told that he was a creation and his creation was looking for their creators. So that sort of, I feel like in a base level of his world outlook or whatever was just like, Creation is the most important thing. I, I think like that's why he wanted to do like play the little flute, and he was like, "We can't actually make anything," and so like this was his attempt to yeah. have some and, sort of ownership. And that that is actually interesting because he's programmed not to be able to do that, right. and he's kind of a he, you know, like the whole uh, fra- you know, the whole Prometheus and Covenant is about evolution. He keeps saying how he loves things, yeah, right. and, and but it comes down to he me keeps trying to kiss people, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's like, now he's I really... will make baby, yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby making. <laughs> it was and he did. He vomited up little. Uh, 
little baby. Yes. Face hugger embryos. Yes. Yeah, he's Good got the point. vagina on the wrong end, but yes. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but 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 you know, like it comes down to two lines for me. One is that he says, "You've got symphonies in you, brother," which I thought was an interesting line where he mm-hmm. was basically saying, "You could." And 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 what um, I think is, what was the other character's name? Walter. Or, yes. Yep. Yeah. Walter, Walter says back to him, "I know what a symphony is. I have a database of them, but I cannot create my own." And very rightly so, I shouldn't create my own. And the second. Um, the the second line is that that I think is interesting that gets at the heart of what is David's motivations is that his father, played by Guy Pierce in the beginning, comes to meet his maker, the engineers, and he says something along the lines of "I pitied him towards the end." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think to me that gets at the heart of it is that he realized the folly of of um, of Guy Pierce's um, endeavor, which was to try and find his maker and not create something new. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what I think the reason he pities him and the reason, cause, cause also the other thing is he's, uh, he's modeled after, um, Lawrence of Arabia in the first movie. He's always quoting Lawrence of Arabia's here's kind of styled like it. even, uh, he's watching the movie at some point as well. I think it has to do with this idea that he feels the folly of humankind was to create something in their own image. And he wants to create something that is entirely new. And, and I think, I think there's, to me, there's something interesting in in this idea. Like I have an obsession with like, um, with parasitic biology. Like if you guys, of course you do. (laughs) Have you ever, like, have you guys, I I, I went down a a rabbit hole with like, have you ever looked at like how bot flies, uh, uh, like procreate? No. Yeah, you no, know, just in, know. during your off time, uh, you just want to relax. You pull look, up. Okay, uh, let me let me put it to you this way. And who this does is, the finger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. From an evolutionary standpoint, and, and uh, there's wait, another, hold on. You guys talked about snails and things getting <laughs> shot into snails' faces. <laughs> so don't hold on. So we yes, did. they do. We know a little. That was on their podcast. We know a little something about this. And the left, the left spiral snail had yes. to find the other one. Yeah. 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 All right. Shoot snail darts into each other's faces. Yeah. It's love darts. I you coined love, love darts. darts. Yes. Uh, I think so I'm the only one here that doesn't do that. You guys should look up the life cycle of a bot fly. It is the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. And it's like the the thing that's interesting about a bot fly is that it uses other DNA to procreate itself. Like it basically burrows into a skin and then, and then attempts to be caught. Uh, it, the, the fly itself, this is, I, I think this is amazing. The fly itself will lay its eggs on a mosquito in the hope that the mosquito will then find a living mammal to inject those eggs into. So it basically uses another wow. species as its method of, as like, you know, in the sperm and the ova kind of theory, it uses the mosquito the original is, alien. Yeah. And I think, I think all that stuff is kind of interesting. And I was like, and I was like, Oh, it's really interesting to think about the alien as a more perfect human because it isn't, it's, you know, it's purely from a psychological point of view, it's pure id. It, it, it only wants to kill things. It only wants to slaughter what's in its way until it stands up or like tries to mimic things or gets blown on its nose. So yeah. again, it falls oh, apart. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm entirely. <laughs> none point. of this actually, <laughs> none of this gets into the film, you know, like, and I, and I, I think it's an interesting idea because the alien is this like weird, dark, sexualized creature that we've seen. It's like, oh, oh, it's one of us. That's kind of interesting. But no, it's not, you know, like occasionally it, it wants to like stick its tail up someone's butt, but that's it. You know what I mean? Wow. Wow. Well, this has been the only podcast about bot flies. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. You got it. And there was a, there was a recent story about a parasite that lives God, in fish's you're eyes. still going. It's amazing. I love this stuff. Anything just, else? Any other weird animal stuff before we wrap it up? Uh, mainly parasite and also gut bacteria. It also drives our human, uh, how human emotions I think is really interesting, but 
What ifs? Jesus. You guys and, the, and, the, and the anglerfish, right? The anglerfish with the parasite in the eye? No, 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 no. The one that burrows into its mate and then becomes a pair of gonads just hanging off its mate. It uh, actually like gets blended in. You should play our Animal Corner theme yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it really should because it is 100% Animal Corner right now. <laughs> I love oh. that stuff, but it's not in the movie. <laughs> Great. Neither was Walking Dead. This has been the only podcast about the film Alien Covenant. Patrick Francesca, thank you so much thank for, you for coming on. Us. This was so fun. This was a blast. to have you back on another film at some point yeah you, when when uh you're not bonding with Shahir about uh parasitic animals <laughs> or or recounting snail tales where can folks find you you can find us on itunes soundcloud stitcher google play wherever you get your favorite podcast last name basis and you can also tweet us at chesca lee at tie optional on the twitter um we are very active aka we don't have much social life <laughs> Yay! we use social media a lot so we always love to hear from our fans what they think about the show we encourage you to check out the show it's super fun it's, it's super fun guys. i feel like i know you more than i actually know it's like that's it's that, what everyone yeah, well says. yeah because because a lot of times you know you never I, I don't know it's it's always so interesting when you meet people that you listen to and then it's exact it's 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 I, I feel like I want to talk what to you about you hear things you've talked about yeah. and then I'm like oh wait I actually don't know them that well <laughs> yeah like, a lot of people that listen to our podcast say it's like having dinner with us oh yeah I feel mm -hmm. like that's a hundred description because that's really how the podcast came about is that we were just talking a lot of shit and I was like this should be the podcast <laughs> just us talking yeah. about whatever's going on or yeah. whatever we're thinking about um so we take it as a compliment when people feel like they know us yeah but at the same time we won't turn up at your place and ask you about things yeah, but also mind your business yeah, exactly <laughs> listen to us but don't talk to us <laughs> shahir when you're not minding your business where can people find you you can find me at shahirdad.com that's s-h-a-h-i-r-d-a-u-d uh all my life and works are there matt how about yourself you can find me at MatthewKroll.com, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com. Also, Skeletor, the number four, P-R-E-Z on Instagram or Emperor MSK on Twitter. Also, leave us iTunes reviews like we said before. That would be lovely. Subscribe to the podcast. Write to us at OnlyMoviePodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter. What did you think? of Alien Covenant. Are we on point? Are we all sort of silly people that should not take this stuff Are so seriously? Are we entirely wrong about senile old Ridley Scott at this point? And, <laughs> and the main question I want people to write in, who is doing the fingering? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> Guys, thank you again so much for coming on the show. It's been awesome. Uh, what song should we go out with? I Look, I know we're going to try and pretend like we played this off. Like hey, we guys. Google <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, if we were just to randomly think of a song totally off the top can. of our head. I actually can't remember which song this is because I used to I used to listen to this album by Radiohead like consecutively. So I didn't you know, like I didn't like I don't I can't remember which song. This Wait, actually, which song are you talking about here? This just came up now. Yeah, I know. Uh, but Subterranean Homesick Alien oh. by Radiohead. It was the first single was off it? of. Well, it was the one that I remember. See, the thing is, I, I it was it was an album that I just bought. Uh, like hearing that it was good because I had one of those like um, BMG BMG membership yeah. things. So and and it was the only I, I listened to it just in order. I didn't like really. This is back in the day when you didn't have you weren't really the, you would listen to albums. Not they had yeah, actual yeah, albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, you, you know what? I don't think that this was a single. No, I don't because I think it, Karma I Police Karma, was yeah, yeah was Karma the first was single was one of the first singles. So I'm saying we really thought about this. <laughs> no, actually, we just searched on Lyric Genius for Alien. Yeah, yeah. which I didn't even know you could do. So now I know. Uh, modern day that counts as really thinking about. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we really it. thought about it. <laughs> yeah. We are the only podcast <laughs> about movies. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. And uh, yeah, May the alien force be with you. No, that doesn't. What work. the fuck? <laughs> Bot fly in your eye. I don't know. Uh, <laughs>
Oh, hello, my baby. <laughs> hello, my honey. If you see someone with like a, a claw coming out of their back, don't hug them. Oh, my God. And don't slip on the blood. Yeah. Like, like, Stop blood slipping on the, on the blood. If you see blood on the ground, just walk around it. <laughs> <laughs>